well-prepared roasted leg of lamb is one of those things that everyone should enjoy at least once in their lives. Yes, lamb is relatively expensive when compared to pork or chicken, but for this episode, I bought a leg of lamb that was just under $40, and I got four meals out of it for my wife, myself, and our toddler. So cost-wise, it actually wasn't that bad. The problem is that you don't want to spend $40 on a leg of lamb and screw up cooking it. That's an expensive mistake. So today, I'm going to walk you through making a roasted leg of lamb in hopes that the next time you have a special occasion where lamb is on sale, you buy it and can confidently cook it. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this is how to cook a roasted leg of lamb. Before I get into this, I want to say uh, there was no post or no episode on Monday. Uh, I had some technical difficulties compounded by a snowstorm that dumped about a foot and a half of snow on me. Um, so it just kind of everything just kind of fell apart. Uh, hopefully that won't happen again. Really hoping the snow doesn't happen again like that for a while. Um, but hopefully the technical difficulties won't happen again uh, and I'll be able to consistently post. Anyway, let's get back to it. The lamb I bought was from New Zealand. Now, I don't love that my lamb came from the other side of the world. There was no other option at the store because that's where most of our lamb comes from. There are farms in my area or my province um, that raise lamb, but unfortunately, I don't live in an area where I have easy access to it. My leg of lamb cost $36.70 for just over 2 kgs or just under 5 pounds. I bought it frozen and defrosted it in the fridge for two days. Now, before cooking the lamb, you need to make a rub for it. So combine a quarter cup of yellow mustard with a quarter cup of red wine and mix it with a tablespoon each of chopped garlic and fresh chopped rosemary. There's nothing fancy or difficult about this rub, but the flavor complements the lamb perfectly. The lamb needs some sauce to go with it, so why not start making gravy right away? Slice up a cup of onion and a cup of cremini mushrooms or brown mushrooms or any kind of mushroom you want and put them in the bottom of the roasting pan, then put a rack on the pan. Take your defrosted lamb out of its package and put it on a roasting pan. Take a sharp knife and make a few shallow slices across the surface of the lamb. These cuts will help the flavor of the rub get into the meat. Now pour the rub over the lamb and rub it all over. Season the lamb with salt and pepper, then pour a cup of water into the bottom of the pan. Roast the lamb at 400 degrees Fahrenheit for about 20 minutes per pound. My lamb took about an hour and a half. Check your lamb with a meat thermometer. You want an internal temperature of 145 degrees Fahrenheit. At that temperature, the lamb will be medium well done. The meat will be tender and juicy, but it won't really be pink. Um, if you'd like it a little rarer, roast it to 135 degrees Fahrenheit. Once the lamb is cooked, take it out of the roasting pan and set it aside to rest, loosely covered with foil, for about 10 to 15 minutes. Drain any excess fat out of the roasting pan. Put your roasting pan on your stove and turn the burner on medium. Sprinkle two tablespoons of flour into the pan and stir to mix. Then add a, a half cup of red wine. Cook and stir until the wine is mostly evaporated. Then add two to three cups of water or stock. Bring the liquid to a boil. Turn the heat down to medium low and cook until the gravy is thick. You'll need to stir it every minute or so. When you add the red wine, scrape the pan's bottom to loosen any stuck bits of food. Once the gravy is thick, Taste it and season it with salt and pepper as needed. Pour it into a gravy boat and serve. Remolata. I really wanted my lamb to have a pop of fresh 
flavor, so I decided to make gremolata with it. You can do this or not, that's up to you, but it does add to the flavor of the lamb. To make the gremolata, combine one cup of chopped parsley with one teaspoon of minced garlic and zest and juice of one lemon. Add a pinch of salt. Sprinkle half of the gremolata over the roasted leg of lamb and save the rest to serve over the slices of lamb. Finishing the lamb. To serve the lamb, cut it into thin slices and garnish it with a bit of the gremolata. I like crispy roasted potatoes and steamed vegetables on the side, but rice and Greek salad pairs nicely too. Um, I like... Like I said in the introduction to this episode, I got four meals out of this leg of lamb. This first meal was the roasted leg of lamb with potatoes and vegetables. The second meal was slices of lamb warmed with, the, warmed with a bit of shawarma spice and served over rice and Greek salad with garlic mayo. The third meal was lamb with rice and vegetables. For the fourth meal, I cut up all the remaining meat and heated it with sautéed mushrooms and onions, then poured the leftover gravy into the pan with a little bit of water and simmered it until the lamb basically fell apart. I toasted a brioche bun, brushed it with Dijon mustard, topped with the lamb, mushroom, and onion mix, and a bit of mozzarella cheese. I served that with a bit of salad. Delicious. Wrap up. Lamb should not be intimidating. The only thing you need to worry about is that you don't overcook it. That's all. Otherwise, it will pair with just about anything, and it has amazing flavor. What's not to love about it? Next time you see it on sale, have a special occasion, or want something a little different, get a leg of lamb and try this recipe. Even if you don't love lamb, you'll probably will after you try it done this way. Uh, and that does it for today. Um, if you want to see the written version of this post and the printable recipe, go to chefsnotes.com forward slash roasted dash lag dash lamb, and I'll share that in the description of this episode. Um, also, you can check out my other podcast that I do with my best friend, Evan. Uh, at Evan and Ben talk about food and stuff. That's Evan and Ben talk about food and stuff. You can find it uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast, and I'll share a link to that in my in the description of this video, uh, in the description of this episode as well. I don't know why I always call these videos. Um, other than that, oh, I have some very big news coming next week. I can't wait to share it with you guys next. Uh, I guess you'll hear it on Wednesday. Um, it will officially be coming out on Tuesday. Uh, so big news coming next week, uh, and on Friday, we're going to kind of go through a three-course Valentine's Day meal that you can make for the one that you love. And that'll do it for me. Have a great day, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this episode. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Chef Ben Kelly. If you have an idea for an episode or just want to say hi, you can send me an email at chefbenkelly at gmail.com. Other than that, have a great day, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you, everybody.